in a studio that's in a basement comes the epic story of how two friends changed the future of the movie podcast game forever. The reviews are in. Boys Life Magazine gives the High Sci Podcast four and a half acorns. The Daily Bugle says, these guys are super legit. And Pope Francis declares the podcast as life-affirming. From the kid who tried to get smart with David Spade and got fucking old. You're still out. You're still back. And the guy who can name all four Baldwin brothers. Alec, William, Daniel, and the baby boy, Stephen. Live from the studio of his parents' basement. The Have You Seen It Podcast. Welcome back to the Have You Seen It Podcast. My name is Mason Knight. Sitting across from me is the one, the only Cash Krause. I'm here. You are here. And it's a special day. Yes, it is. Because we are ending our run. We are ending our indie run. Our indie run, you're right. (laughs) Yes. We are finishing up the Indiana Jones saga. And like all good things, it must come to an end. And it might not end on that high note that you were expecting, but it does end nonetheless. It ends like the Titanic ended. Oh, wow. In a a, a fiery bloodbath wreck. Yeah, absolutely. I equate it to like climbing Mount Everest and then getting to the top and just finding out that People have been leaving trash on top of the mountain for the last 80 years. Wow, this you are place going hard in the paint. Just fucking sucks. On yeah. Kingdom of the Crystal School. And you had so much fun climbing up there. You just <laughs> had the best time. So beautiful. Everything, you know, you started out started out strong. Yeah. Couldn't be stronger. Started out with the with the, the arc. And you, you get going. Then then it gets it gets a little dark. It's a little moody. gets a little scary. Temple of Doom. Things aren't looking good. Right. It's it's not looking great. Well, what could happen? Then the whole journey is salvaged by the last crusade. Very well, maybe a masterpiece. It might crusade. be. It Seriously. might be. Storyline and everything. Is and just, you're thinking, perfect. oh, God. Oh, God. Where could they go? Where could they go? How about aliens? How about the most overuse of CGI you've ever seen and in a just film. like lazy CGI and things for like why do you have to CGI that right like could <laughs> why you, do you have not? to CGI the cars uh-huh. I mean look why do you have to why do you have to CGI so much and so yeah so today we are discussing yeah Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull <laughs> the fourth Indiana Jones film yes originally titled Indiana Jones and the Saucer Men. <laughs> uh, that's that was the original title, which is a true oh, story for, from George Lucas. Gosh, and uh, yeah, so it's it's the Enforce. And what sucks is I wanted to bring in. I totally forgot about this. I have a still in the plastic original box set of the original trilogy. Whoa, still wrapped up. That's pretty cool. Yeah, VHS, VHS, yes, oh, VHS geez. of the original big throwback Indiana Jones, and I wanted to bring it in, and show it, and I forgot it on I forgot my desk it on the last one. <laughs> now we're gonna have to wait for Indiana Jones Five to come yes. out, review that on this yes. podcast, and then you can bring I that. Well, really, I should I should have brought it. I should have brought it for the last one for Kingdom Cru- or not Kingdom, yeah. Cru- but the Last, last Crusade. Crusade. Mm-hmm. Show the box set someday. That's gonna be worth some money. Well, someday I'm gonna get fucking Harrison Ford to sign that thing. 
And I got a well, feeling well, I sticking. don't have much time. <laughs> no, not the way the guy so plays. This is a, uh, <laughs> yeah. Could be a problem. Yeah, my best chances are to get him coming down on one of those rough plane landing. And I just meet him out in a field just or perfect a golf course somewhere. <laughs> Mr. Jones, like, Mr. Rah, Jones. Because I only call him Indiana Jones. No, that's respect, what you have to do. Out of respect. Yeah, out of respect. And uh, I run up to him, Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones, and I give him the box, and he's all fucking mangled. He's a wreck. And you can't understand him. <laughs> oh, he's got blood spraying out of his mouth. His legs aren't working anymore. No, not. He's 88 years old. He's dying. But the last thing he does is sign my box set and wow. just trail off dead. Just That's the, it. Yeah, just, just the last <laughs> little part. Ford is like, and foam. then his fuselage just bursts <laughs> into flames, and it, it goes out like oh, that. But, uh, yeah, so that sucks. I wanted to bring it in, but. I was already mad knowing I'd that. I'd say maybe next time, but there's not going to be a next time. I know. There will be. Yeah. There will be once we do the fifth one, which we'll talk about later. Yes, we will. But uh, if you couldn't tell already, I do not. Based on these glowing reviews I don't that have a uh, fondness for this film. No. I, I mean, it's. I, I did not. I thought there were some elements of it that reminded me of old school Indiana Jones, but majority of this film. I mean, one of the biggest gripes that I have is what we have just briefly touched on, but the overuse of CGI. It is egregiously bad in this film. Yeah. Like, I just could not believe. And then, like, not even well, like, not even good CGI. I mean, there's no excuse for it. Avatar was made in 2009. This was made in 2008. Exa oh, yeah. Well, fucking Dark, Dark Knight came out in 2008. The exactly. same year as this. Yeah. So, like, there's no, there's no, Yeah. Well, my biggest complaint, because I went into this, the biggest Indiana Jones fan, I went and saw this film in the theaters with my dad, who mm -hmm. me and my dad both share a, a huge love for Indiana Jones. Right. And even, I mean, that was 12 years ago, so I was 14 at the time when I went and saw it. And even then, I was like, oh my God, that just did not feel like an Indiana no. Jones film. I didn't like it either at 14, and I yeah. could not... I never disliked a film at 14 years old. I was like, oh, yeah, that was fun. But even You're just I happy was to be out of the house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they didn't yeah. let you out much. No, they didn't. No. <laughs> it's a wonder I can even talk. But uh, exactly. And I uh, and it's a fine it's a fine action movie, but it's a horrible Indiana Jones movie. Yes. It's And my complaints aren't the complaints that everyone has. I don't mind Shia LaBeouf. I actually like his Mutt Williams. I yeah, like I that character. Yeah. I like the spin of having Indiana Jones be this kind of goofy greaseball character mm -hmm. it plays perfect contrast to his kind of old school 1930s yeah. and it gives you that perfect taste of the 50s mm -hmm. with that character i really like that but uh and we got back karen allen too we got back karen allen and i, I, and paper, I liked all that on paper I liked all that, this honestly. fucking film kate blanchett karen allen returns mm -hmm. uh it's got it's got so shia labeouf ray winston yep. steven spielberg george lucas everyone returning john williams doing the score this film had everything had going for it, and it, it just execution. Yep. And there's so much going on in this film too. It's fucking confusing. There's so many things thrown out, and so many things are good ideas if they just went with that one idea. Right. But they're throwing in so many ideas that's like, oh my god! Just well, and then is it an adventure movie? Is it a sci-fi movie? Right, KGB, mind control. You know, they kind of threw that yeah. in there. Then they threw in the Rothwell stuff with you know the the outer space, and then which uh, all would have been fine. Right. I would have been fine. It was with. just it was just the execution of it and putting it all in a cohesive story that yeah. was. Uh, it was kind of just everywhere, in my opinion. And it didn't. And the character yeah. of Mac, I just was not. 
Oh my I, god! I get I get the stereotypical like that's Indiana Jones always has this one friend who might you know kind of be an asshole and double cross you, but it was just so like done so many times where it was like, oh, you're a triple agent now. And yeah. He's like, no, I was just the same guy. You're just an idiot. Well, that's you the thing is up. that by the end it makes Indiana Jones look bad, which yeah. in, in it's never happened to. The, I mean, he's yeah. always looked like a goober because he's never thinks about anything, but he gets lucky in like the, the most convenient ways. And he was you know? never stupid. No. no one would ever say he was never. stupid. He's very intense. So for him to, for one, this guy crosses him Mac at the very start, you know, mm-hmm. Ray Winston, who's a fantastic actor yeah, in fucking actor. departed. Mm-hmm. Frenchie. Yes. Frenchie. And, and the party is fucking him and, uh... great. Dude. He's so <laughs> yeah. good. And again, it's, sh- and, and Kate Blanchett, who's, Kate Banchett is top ten best current actor, actor, actresses. She's fucking absolutely amazing. She was in Thor recently too. Yeah, and yeah. killed it. Killed it. I loved. Killed I loved her it. role in that. And she's great, but man, she, it's just it's it's too much. It's it's just too it's too crazy. And and like you said, the whole triple agent thing it makes Indiana Jones look look stupid, look dumb. Yeah. After this guy that crossed you immediately right at the start, and you're still having this guy tag along with you, right? Like. Time to a tree. Yeah, I mean, just be like, all right. We, I, I mean, I'm not going to kill you, you, but I can't be with yeah. you. I mean, don't make it dark. We don't have to. <laughs> we don't have to execute the guy on the spot. But no, I mean, don't have him time up and you. come back and done time. Yeah. I mean, like, we just couldn't have you out there. It was too big of a risk. But I felt like they needed it's something. Lazy, or, yeah, exactly. They just needed some sort of character to move along the plot the whole time to make sure that the KGB could follow them. I, I but you're right; it was lazy, in my opinion, yeah. too. It just it didn't work. It was so unbelievable for who Indiana Jones was, you know, yeah. and is. Yeah, just it, I didn't I didn't buy it, and I didn't like it. And another part to go back to uh, that it didn't feel like an Ian Jones film is this film feels like it was for the majority shot on a set. It doesn't feel like uh, uh, behind a giant green screen. Yeah, yeah it's every fucking shot went we- unnecessarily. And it's weird. I didn't realize it when I was fourteen, obviously, but it's something off-putting. It's like the coloring is off because mm-hmm. they're shooting on a set, so it's like the lighting is is yes. too much. It's making everything look really saturated and very weird. The whole warehouse scene is all it's CGI. It, yeah, why CGI why? A, warehouse? a warehouse? You could have gotten a warehouse somewhere. <laughs> But the, that's the thing is it in Indi- every Indiana Jones film it's it's globe trotting and you mm-hmm. feel like you're there because they are there yes but this entire and I I don't I don't have a problem with with Harrison Ford being old I don't have a problem that was a huge right. thing with a lot of people and I, I don't have a problem with it because it they make they make jokes about it and they make it seem like he's not the, the same person anymore but it was believable still exactly like I, I thought even with the fight choreography, yeah, it was fun and silly, you know, a little bit. But at no point was I like, oh, my God, this is yeah. so stupid. This is over the top. It was just enough with the, the fight choreography where it was believable and fun for being an yeah, idiot. And they Jones poke fan. fun at it. But I yeah. don't have a problem with uh, Harrison Ford wanting to keep doing these roles. But I do have a problem with him wanting to do the role and not have, not doing it the same way he's always done it. Mm-hmm. So he wants to do these roles, but I feel like he wants to shoot them on a set instead of location. So if you're going to be Indiana Jones, part of being Indiana Jones is knowing that you're going to be going all over these, all over the world yes. to shoot these these scenes. Mm-hmm. But no, it's it feels like I feel like because he's older now, they can't have him going around everywhere, so they have to do it majority on a, a set, and it looks bad. It I mean, it doesn't even look good. No. Like compared to when I said it was to compared to two thousand eight films, yeah, it looks 
bad. The gophers look bad. And then they they show the gopher so many times. And not to not well, even the warehouse was so over the top CGI that it like or hangar fifty one, yeah. which is obviously a homage to Area fifty one. Yeah. It was just in and again, the one of the most irritating scenes in this whole entire movie for me was the first twenty minutes when he's at the Nevada uh atomic bomb testing site. Yeah. And he goes into a lead refrigerator and well, he's not I mean that's survives. the biggest complaint of everyone. <laughs> I know. It's just it's so ridiculous. Well that's the thing about this film is like he Spielberg up the silliness factor to where yeah, it's like last it wasn't it's where it's like last cru- crusade where it was like Remember, we talked about Last Crusade, like, this is the silliest one ever. And it was still heavily grounded. It was super grounded. And, it, and but it, at the end, it made you feel emotionally but for it was both still, characters. It was still, like, it was still silly and, like, compared mm-hmm. to uh, Temple, Temple of Doom. Doom. This one feels like, at times, he was trying to, Spielberg was trying to cater to, like, eight-year-olds. Yeah. Which and just the shit, the refrigerator, and obviously, we're complaining about things that people complain about. Of course, Many yeah, times. Yeah. The refrigerator scene and Shia LaBeouf swinging through the jungle with a bunch of monkeys. With a bunch of... Yeah, why? Is even... It's just... Why? I know. Even what is he, for, Tarzan? <laughs> what is well, this, a Disney is, film? Is that at some point in this film, it feels like a video game mm-hmm. where everyone is like, is perfect. Yep. Even uh, even Marion, it's like, you know, she can't do any wrong. She's driving off cliffs and they're, they're still fine. She's, yeah, yeah, she's driving the off in the tree. So everyone... Feels, I mean, feels like there's no real risk, there's and no that's stakes. not yeah. ever what the Indiana Jones character was about. No, I mean, it was Indy about that anything got, could go wrong, but yes, he but was Indy the only one enough. that could pull it off. Yeah, not everyone around him could also pull off these insane yeah. feats. It, it kind of takes away from uh, Indiana Jones in every sense of the. It takes the away work. everything because in every Indiana Jones prior, at the very end, it's always just up to him. Yeah. He always he'll start off with his big group and then he'll end with just him. Mm-hmm. In this one, he's fucking he's dragging around five, eight people the entire time. Yeah, and it's like they just and they have to give him lines. You know, they can't be dragging around and not be doing anything, not have a goal or anything. So they have to constantly be giving these characters things to do. But it just feels tacked on just because yeah. they have to be there. Yep, it's yeah, not not very Indiana Jones esque. No, but let's talk about the opening. So opening, I don't hate, but it strays away from uh, from the the blueprint of Indiana Jones, where it always has the opening of uh, him getting into something that has nothing to do with the story at uh-huh. all. And this one, they don't they don't do that. They no. start off immediately. There's no because at first it will be like something crazy will happen, and there'll be Indiana Jones. Yeah. This one, the right at the start, it's immediately into the story and everything. Mm-hmm. It's like. Spielberg and Lucas completely missed what people loved about Indiana Jones. Yeah. And they just Sadly. forgot it. Yeah, Sadly, they forgot. Because yeah. the, the intro is not... I mean, up until The Jungle, I'm fine with this film. But the intro is not nearly as exciting. And no. this film, for a lot of the parts, get, is boring. It gets boring. Yeah, it does. When they're in like the, Mex- the Mexico and they're grave digging and stuff, it's boring, man. It's... And you're not really sure why they're down there. Right, and you're not sure who those people are. It never gets into that. No. Uh, The skeleton mask-wearing people. It's like... Yeah. What what is this for? Like who who are these people? Who do they work for? What are they, at least like with, you know, uh the last crusade, we knew the brotherhood was protecting the holy grail, yeah. right? So that whole subplot made a lot of sense. But those characters, I felt like they were just literally thrown in and then they disappeared. They were gone forever. And we never understood yeah. or had any explanation of who those people were that were attacking. Well, them. the entire plot is like 
it's just strung together to, to just give us another Indiana Jones. It feels like. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. the, the entire warehouse Without scene as a start, or which was besides the CGI, I like the warehouse scene. I think it's a cool scene to get us back into. I remember sitting in the theater and him coming out of the trunk and his hat falling on the ground, mm-hmm. you know, in the shadow, and yep. my breath being taken away and being like, "Oh my god, we're finally getting another after forty years." But so I don't mind. I don't mind that opening or anything like that at all. But uh, but then it just gets fucking. It gets the warehouse scene. It doesn't make any sense. What what's the alien in the warehouse? Is that a separate alien from the other from the, the thirteen yeah, that like symbiotically come together yeah, in form? Because they talk about that that was the Roswell alien. Yeah, but are these the exact? I mean, because it, it looked like the exact same exoskeleton as. Yeah, but they don't uh, the use they don't use that skeleton at all after that. Nope. They go and get that other one from Mexico mm-hmm. and then start using it. So it's right. fucking. It's are all the aliens the same? I don't know. <laughs> they're only, and they're not aliens. They're uh, extra dimensional beings. Yes. So they're they're not. It's just George Lucas written all over it. Yeah, it does. It's George Lucas having way too much power instead of just being the idea guy. You know, mm-hmm. the guy who just randomly will throw things out. It's him just being completely cool, and Spielberg being fine with it. So it's it's both of their faults. Yeah, I mean, I mean you can't it, blame oh, that one person. It's both because it th- this film in a lot of ways is just so baffling. Yeah, like uh, how. Because both of them are geniuses, in my opinion. Both of them are obviously geniuses. But this movie just did not hit the mark in any way, shape, or form, I feel like, when it comes to Indiana Jones. And, like, the heart of Indiana. No, it's, yeah, it's, they stopped trying to make it, like, the the serials from the 30s, the adventure serials that they, uh, that it was inspired, or that I was inspired by. That both Spielberg and Lucas both were inspired by to make film. And then they... They tried to make this one like a, a ripoff of a 50s beam uh, science fiction film, but it doesn't feel like that either. Right. <laughs> it feels like it's a, uh, it feels like it's an Indiana Jones film with a ton of sci-fi just added mm-hmm. into it. It doesn't feel like one or the other. And that's the problem with me is it yeah. did not feel like it, it knew where it wanted to go. I mean, if it wanted to be a 90s B uh, satire of a 90s or a, of a 50s B sci-fi film, the entire thing probably would have been shot in a lab. Yeah. So it's, I, I, I don't, I wish they would have went one way or the other with yeah. it instead of just a little bit of both. I, I got to say, I absolutely hated the car action scenes too. They were just so overly CGI. You know, when they're fighting on the car and then Shia LaBeouf is standing in between both of the them. fencing and, and they like. fighting and I'm just like, what in the hell is going on And then they dropped here? a little bit earlier that he was a fencer just because uh, they had to. It's To just sprinkle that in there and I was like, uh, okay. But it's so on the nose and stupid that's not even, again, it's, it's, it's not, even not Spielberg because it's not even good. Writing. Writing. <laughs> I keep going back to like, uh, to like the Ark of the Covenant in the, in the first one when it's like we first get like, uh, like Marion, we're introduced to her, and she's drinking against mm-hmm. the, the other, like the yeah. the uh, Nepal the guy or whatever. Yeah, but that scene was to show us later on when she's drinking against the the other uh, the guy that they're working against. That's mm-hmm. also following the yep. arc. I mean, that's the kind of good writing that you expect out of Indiana exactly. Jones. Not Shia LaBeouf to say at one scene, "Oh yeah, and I was also a fencer at one point." <laughs> You're like, uh, okay. And then knowing, knowing as soon as he said that, that at some point he would be fencing. Yeah. So that's that's not good writing. No. I mean, not unfortunately, it, it's not. It doesn't make any sense. Although my one of my favorite scenes is probably the 50s diner scene. Again, I like the first 20 minutes of this film, besides the horrible CGI and weird color saturation. But I love 
when they're when Mutt is first introduced to Indy. I love when they go to the, the 50s diner. It looks straight out of fucking 1950s. Mm-hmm. It's like a Rockwell painting. <laughs> and it's so funny. And all the, get that greaser. And yeah, exactly. Fighting, and I like the music. And the little the it. little things between Indy and, and Mutt, obviously, where he kind of becomes like a father figure to mm-hmm. him almost immediately without even knowing that he's a father. Yeah. But like the little things of Mutt stealing a beer and then Indy yep. putting the beer back. I love well, those things. And then being things. like, hey, you should quit being so hard on your kid. He, yeah. he didn't have to finish school. And then he finds out it's his kid and he's yelling exactly. at him. Those are the like, character are things moments. that yeah. people love about Indy and Jones. Yes. Those and small- obviously, the one snake joke as well yeah you know, with the rope like yeah that, which i think you know? would have just tore that snake in i half. think so pulling that hard <laughs> they're yeah. not i mean they're not indestructible <laughs> poor snake <laughs> i know that thing <laughs> was three feet longer oh, than God. it but yeah stuff like that. but i fucking i hate i hate that uh the quicksand scene I hate that scene because that scene is 100% just put in there just for a reason for marion to tell indy that mutt is the kid yeah, because it doesn't move along the plot, and At there's all. no consequences nope. from the KGB when they do find him again. Like they should have shot the kid, they should have yeah. shot Mutt, or shot. Uh, it was 100 just there, just and like they mm-hmm. they just couldn't figure out a better way to do it. To where like, all right, we just got to have him in this emergency where she thinks she's dying, yep. so she's got to tell him everything. It's I I can't stand that scene. It's it's one of those. It add-ins. Yeah, where it's like, I mean, all we talk about is scenes that don't need to be there. You know, every every single scene should just move the plot forward. And it, I, do, it, it does. And then they get mad when uh, Ox, another character, who's John Hurt, who's fucking fantastic, who's another person on paper you think this movie yes. is going to be amazing. But uh, they tell him to go get help. And then when he brings back the KGB, they're mad at him. They're in the middle of the jungle. Right. Who, 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 who are, are you going to go? <laughs> who are you going to go and get? Can't just dial up nine one one. They ain't gonna bring an ambulance. They go, Thanks, Ox. What the fuck do you think he was gonna he says, do? Help. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, help. Uh, that's the only help around. It's so dumb. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it just, it just. Amazing. And then when, because earlier on, you're, because you would think he wouldn't ever try to go. But earlier on during the nuke scene, he's running after the Russians trying to get them to help. So yeah. I, I don't understand that. Do you think? Uh, do you think <coughs> Harrison Ford is? partly to blame for this film in the way that it was written, the way that it was shot and everything. Because in 2006, he said, if this film is not made by 2008, you might as well just throw it away. And that is what got Steven Spielberg to go and try to find a script immediately so they can make this film. Well, yeah, but, I mean, it's not like they weren't thinking about it for three years. Beforehand. It's not like they were completely... I mean, Lucas had an idea. He had an idea early on when they were doing the, the... like the young India, the chronicles of young India. Right. So that he he knew he had a million different. Wasn't that ideas. like a TV show or something? Yeah, I used yeah. to have all the VHSs for that too. Really? So I've never seen any of them. Harrison Ford is in one episode. No way. He's in an episode. Yeah. He's Obviously, in one episode. as Indy. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's a narrator or something, and that's oh, that's cool. Him being in that episode is what gave George Lucas the idea that oh, we can do an Indiana Jones that you're older. That's the episode that he gave it because he saw Harrison in the. In the shit, you know, mm-hmm. he's like, oh my God, there's a movie there still. Wow. Yeah. So that, yeah, it's worth watching. It's not yeah, perfect. Yeah. But George Lucas is the producer on that, on the young Indy. So it's it's okay. not bad, but, uh, but yeah, that's what kind of got him into it. So no, I, I don't think it's Harrison Ford to blame. I mean, and Steven Spielberg, his kids were also asking him when they're going to make another Indiana Jones. So well, I, he even put his daughter in this film. Yeah. You know, uh, his, Steven Spielberg's daughter was yeah, the I one who know. punched, uh, mm. But who's the do- it's his daughter and uh, Kate. Uh, what's her name? God, Kate, Capshaw. Kate Capshaw, Capshaw. from uh, yeah. from Temple of Doom. Yeah. Yep. 
Their daughter. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of a nice homage. I it would have been funny if she screamed or something like that. I think they should have done that. <laughs> it would have been a little too She's on the She's the one nose. that punches Shia. She does. Yep. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. I, I wish I wish she would have had him scream. Not blonde, surprisingly. Yeah, not blonde. Maybe her mom's not natural blonde, though. I, mean, I don't know. One other thing, too. You know, Harrison Ford kept in tremendous shape all the way up until 2008. They took his original uh, costume measurements for his, his uh, outfits and stuff for the show. Or for this film, rather. Um fit into them verbatim from what they were back in 1989 for The Last Crusade. He's always been in really good yeah. shape. Yeah. Well, you know, it's probably good for him because he married, he had to gain weight. Mary he gained a bunch of muscle for Temple of Doom. So mm. then he probably lost yep. that weight, and now he's gaining the old man pounds there back. Is. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's still he's still rearing, ready to go. And what do you think about uh, Henry Jones Sr. being deceased in this? Well, yeah, they couldn't. Bring back Sean Connery. They did ask him. He yeah. did ask him for a cameo. He turned it down. He said he much prefers retirement. Yeah, so. and he, he's someone that's kind of been blacklisted by Hollywood as well. Well, so, uh, yeah, he may have made some very <laughs> controversial remarks. So uh, I'm sure it wasn't like a please <laughs> yeah, be in this yeah. film. I'm sure it wasn't. But uh, yeah, yeah, he's made some controversial. But yeah, no, I'm fine with that. And the, uh, Marcus and uh, that that's the thing is a lot of people died. You know, it's been mm-hmm. a, it's been a long time. Yeah, so Marcus wasn't there either. They had to they showed his picture quickly. Yeah. And Henry Jones, he he passed away. They asked as well. for Salada have a small cameo in the audience, but he declined he said, that as well. He said too. no, yeah. He said if I'm not part of the adventure, I don't want to go. Well, to hell fuck with you. I don't want to see him just in the background and being like, right at the audience at an, the end. That's an awesome wedding. character. Why why would you not have him in the in the film right. all the time? So, uh, and the big guy, what's his name, John Roach, who was who's, was supposed to be in all of them. The guy who plays Brownface. And my, he was <laughs> yeah. he was supposed to be in all of them, but didn't he, he die? He died in two thousand four yeah. before yeah. he before could. he could. But you know they would have put him in this. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was in uh, Last Crusade, but they cut his part. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean it's uh, it's a shame. It's been a while though. It has been. It's been a long, long time since they made another one. And uh, are you excited it, for the fifth, knowing what the fourth was? Do you think they do a better job with Indiana Jones Five, or is it more of the same for four? Or should we talk about Indiana Jones Five? Yeah, I think it's an appropriate time. I now. think we should get into it. So we know. So so let's go back in 1979. Uh, George Lucas, Steven Spielberg uh, signed a five-film Indiana Jones deal. So no matter what, they had to make five films. Mm-hmm. So they made the first three, obviously, yep. and then George Lucas said. Uh, I don't have any more ideas. <laughs> just, He's like, I'm, I'm fresh out. <laughs> but they allowed him to be the producer on Young Indiana Jones. So they said, okay, you're kind of good. You don't got to do the the deal. So there was always an, a, a plan for five films, which I thought was interesting because it right. seemed like it was always a three. So no matter what, so I think this fifth one will for sure be the last one. Yeah. But we got to talk about it. Spielberg is not directing. No, he's not. He's the first one where he's not directing. But the director who's replaced him is someone that I have the utmost confidence, James Mangold. Do you know who James Mangold is? No. He's directed some of, recently, some great fucking films. But his most recent is uh, Ford vs. Ferrari. Oh, okay, yeah. But he's known for my favorite of his films, Logan. Logan. Wolverine. Oh, that Logan. I was thinking Logan Lucky. I have not seen Logan Lucky yet. 
So no, I was like, I wouldn't call just Logan, just assuming you would. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, Logan was fantastic. That was a great Marvel film. Absolutely. So R. James Mangold is is more than fucking capable. I have yeah, I'm yeah. I have more hopes in James Mangold taking this into the right direction than I would Spielberg directing it. So wow. I've, yeah, because I've seen what Spielberg has done, and okay. I've seen that uh, that maybe he's lost the touch when it comes to these kind of fantasy s films. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I I have I have a ton of confidence in it. That's a film that was supposed to be scheduled to uh, to start shooting uh, a while ago, but had to get moved back because of COVID. But now I think it's uh, I think they're saying it's ready to go is and it? ready to start filming. Okay, they well, have here- a story and everything. John yeah. Williams is coming back. Uh, George Lucas, executive producer. Spielberg, I think, is producing or maybe executive producing also. Yeah, but James Mangold, yeah, it's. it's is for sure directing. So uh, I know uh, Harrison Ford came out on Valentine's Day this year, and this is what he had to say about it. And quote, well, I'm not going to share the story with you because that doesn't seem like a good idea, but we'll see new developments in his life, his relationship, and we'll see part of his history resolved. It's a very good script. I'm looking forward to it. So he says, we know, he says it's a good script. We know Mutt Williams, Shia LaBeouf, will not, not be in it because Shia LaBeouf was famously fired from the franchise, if you don't remember, in 2008. Yep. When he came out and uh, essentially talked shit about the film, He's, which is not, it's... Not the smartest move? No, well, it's, no, I actually don't blame Shia LaBeouf, and it kind of started him off on this crazy fucking route that mm. that i mean obviously yeah he had problems with yeah, this he did. but this really hurt him because uh and if you go back i remember when this happened too because they kicked him off all press for it yeah because during the press he pretty much said uh because the film was getting bad reviews he said he said the film was bad but he said i i take the blame he said it's an actor's job to bring those roles to life he said it, it's on me he's like i don't blame spielberg or anyone and but spielberg lost it Spielberg says at some point, I mean, you got to sell cars. Yeah. He said, just, just lie and just, just sell tickets. And, but it's not like this film didn't make a shit ton of money. I mean, the budget was $150 million. It did, but it got, it got bad rap. And a lot of people were blaming Shia and shit like that. But, uh, but yeah, and Harrison Ford pretty much came out and told Shia LaBeouf to shut the fuck up. Or he not pretty much, he did say that. And that, I think that left a really, which is so shitty to me. I mean, it's. Shia LaBeouf, for one, he came out and he put the blame on himself, which it's not an, it's not, he's not even the main guy for no, one. It's not. it's not. And that's not you an can easy o- thing And I believe do. as an actor, you can only do so much with the role. You can't take a role and just make it fantastic because you're a fantastic well, actor. Well, dude, there's the so writing many more elements to, to filmmaking than just a performance. Yeah, so, so and I, for every, and it's got to have been so bad for him to come out and say that, and then everyone that he worked on turned on him. Because yeah. he talks about it, Spielberg was his hero. He said it was when he got the role, because this is pre, this is Transformer Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. You know, this is when he wasn't, he was getting really mainstream mm-hmm. stuff, but he wasn't, you know, as serious actor. As when I think said. anyone who loves cinema, who loves film, Steven Spielberg is like, you hold him in such high regard that he would, you would look up to him. Yeah, like but, it, but for Spielberg to say that to him and for Harrison Ford yeah. to say that, I think it's really, it's shitty, you know. He didn't. He didn't blame anyone, but and then they just turned on him. They said, and they kicked him from the franchise immediately. Said he would never be, and then Spielberg. I think Spielberg said he would never work with him again. Wow. Yeah. So it, that fucked Shia LaBeouf up. Yeah. So that's so again. Then there's so that's just another shitty part of this, 
already shitty film yeah. where where Shia LaBeouf ruined his career with he didn't ruin his career but he ruined his career with Spielberg with Spielberg for this movie yeah of all the fucking films he ruined so I, I've always I always yeah so I always had bad taste in my mouth about this film because of that and it's shitty for Shia, for Harrison Ford to come do it I get to, I get it's a business but these guys are artists you I'm one hundred percent for letting them say anything they want if they yeah. want to talk about the film. And you have 100% of the right to kick them off the fucking press door yeah, and you say, do. we just can't have you on. I mean, yeah. you're going to do it. But then, but tell them to tell them to, to shut the fuck up and lie and say, oh, this film's fucking fantastic. Yeah. And I loved shooting it and everyone. And I love swinging around with CGI monkeys. And I, it was the greatest <laughs> fucking time. I can't, I can't stand that. Even yeah. for Spielberg to say, yeah, it's yeah. sell cars. For one, their actors aren't in the business to sell cars. No, they're not. They're in the business. They're in the to business act. to perform. Yeah, exactly. So, but that gets into the whole press thing, anyways. It does. And I don't know. It's a whole argument, but this was not my favorite. No, it was not my favorite Indiana Jones. But what I will say is, uh, coming in 2021, it will mark the 40th anniversary of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Crazy. So. If they can hurry up with this film, they might be able to get a uh, December 2021, 2021 release date. That would be nice. That'd be really nice to have a 40-year anniversary. Harrison Ford's so old by no. this time, they haven't man. even They haven't even started filming this, have they? No. He's yeah, so sucks. old. And what's crazy is the... It's lucky for Indiana Jones, but the character's actually younger in he's, the story than he is in, in real life. Yeah. He's like 60-something at this point. Yeah, Harrison Ford is 78 years old right he's now. He's so... Damn old. Sean it's. Connery's almost 90. He's 89. Oh, I know that. You know, crazy enough, I saw a picture of him not pretty recently. Mm-hmm. Sean Connery. He looks pretty good. That's him right there. Yeah, he looks pretty yeah, good. That's not bad for 90. Jeez. Yeah. Well, he's just fucking drinking. Yeah. Hitting, well, hitting you know. women. <laughs> doing, what he, doing what he's got to do. Oh, man. To survive. Yeah. But, uh. That's all I got for Kingdom of Crystal School. As I, do I. I think it's, it's, again, it's my least favorite. I think it makes... Temple of Doom, which we said was our least favorite of the original trilogy, looked like a math. At least mm-hmm. they were willing to take risk with Temple of Doom. Yes. Where this, they, it, they weren't doing that at all. No. No. That's all I got. That's all I have for Kingdom of the Crystal Skull 2. Uh, if you guys are watching on YouTube, be sure to like this video, comment below, subscribe to the channel, hit that bell notification as we drop videos here every single day. If you're listening in audio format, you can check out our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. Social media pages, Twitter, seen a podcast. Cash is on Twitter. That's just cash. Instagram, have you seen it? Facebook, have you seen a podcast? Thank you so much for watching and listening. My name is Mason Knight. That is Cash Krause, and until next time. Bye.